Good night of the zeitgeist watching some baseball. Hi everyone, welcome to Hot Little Takes with Mike and Christian. What's up? The world's last game of the World Series was tonight. <laughs> yeah, now we're, yeah, now we're a full-time baseball pod after Game 7 uh-huh. of the World Series. Uh, it was the <laughs> Astros versus the Astronauts. The Nationals. Versus the Nuclears. <laughs> versus the Jeffrey Epstein didn't die in prison. The Jeffrey Epstein still lives on a <laughs> private island. Mariners. Mariner from Seattle. Uh, <laughs> uh, so last year we watched we we didn't watch. The well, World we Series. watched. You know, it's funny because I I watched it's no I watched no baseball throughout the year. But you know what? World Series time, I'm in. I'm in for those late games. And you and me, I think, started watching. I think it was Game Four. Question mark? Who was playing last year? It was year? the Red Sox and the Dodgers when they played this. That's like, right. The That's eighteen right. in the eighteen I, inning game. I was rooting for the Dodgers. I remember. I think that they didn't they win that game, but I think they lost the series. I think so. Um, not baseball guys. Not baseball guy at all. But anyway, anyway, we had seen. We were like bar hopping, and we went to two different bars. Like, and it felt like a very long time apart, and that game was still being played. Yeah, there's like they were like in the thirteenth inning, and then. The uh, bars closed. Yeah, the, yeah. The, still going was that on. what happened? That the bars I closed. So. I think we had to. We ended up coming, hanging out back here at your place, and it was, was still on. And we listened to it on the radio, <laughs> like the last two innings on the radio. And the announcers were so tired and grumpy. Yeah, the, I think that a guy hit a walk-off home run, and the guys just didn't have energy. They were like, like, "All right, <laughs> fine. I already am taking my pants off. I'm ready to get the fuck." I out took of my here. pants off in the thirteenth inning. Yes, you did, Jim. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the end of that game tonight, it was great. That guy had two gnarly fucking strikeouts at the. Who won? The Nationals. It's their first. Oh. It's their first title ever. Oh, good for them. I hope they all. Get some big sleeping bags and go on a little camping trip together now <laughs> or something. <laughs> a real foreign one. Sure. They can, all sh- they can all show off their rings to each other. <laughs> Fucking adorable. You're right, man. Gotta love sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is, you know, I think there is like a group vacation that has to come after that. It's gotta be great. Sure. I bet there's like a mountain of cocaine at that thing. Dude, fuck yeah. The, the, winning the NBA Finals, that one would be way better. Because it's a smaller team and everyone gets paid way more. If I were a guest, I would rather be at the World Series. Because I would just be, like, dwarfed by the NBA guys. I wouldn't have a chance in hell, you know what I mean? Sure. I would be sure. like, but there's like some hello, norm- ladies. But there's some normal-looking <laughs> ball players. Yeah, that's a, sure. good, that's a good Some people might think I'm one of them, even. You know? <laughs> sure. They might be like, what sure. are you, little guy? <laughs> Utility infielder. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> Getting any bats this year? You got some? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I sure had a fun time riding the plane with my friends, though. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. We got to go to a lot of hotels. <laughs> and I love hotels. I love hotels. I jump on the bed. <laughs> wow. We're off to we're off to a good fucking start. Yeah. What considering else? there's, we're kind of just gonna be able to. Free ball for most of this episode. We only have like one specific thing. Yeah, to it's talk true. About. It's true. Uh, so should we do other current events, current headlines, yeah, just like, like like Jeffrey Epstein still being alive that? somewhere? Yeah, let's get into that. <laughs> I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, man, you know, we try not to get too political in this show. It's the entertainment. It's not political. Industry. It's not political. He's just not dead. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's no way. We were talking about the constant stream of memes and stuff that are still going around that are like. 
mislead you, mislead oh, you. Yeah. And also, Jeffrey Epstein was <laughs> yeah. didn't commit suicide. It's a great... Jeffrey Epstein was murdered to protect rich pedophiles. <laughs> it's true. I think that's going to be one of those... One of those great things for these generations going forward. Like the oh, sure. Kids now are like, that's a great glimpse of how fucked yeah. the system is. Well, this is, a, this is our first great conspiracy theory since 9-11, you know. It's nice to have a new one. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're right. We haven't had... I mean, other than, I guess, the people who thought that, like, the, cre- the, the kind of right-wing conspiracy shit that I don't go in for. Well, that's... But that's completely... Yeah, because that, like, QAnon and, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. School shooting actors and all that other yeah, crap. Like, yeah, Like, I don't go in for that, but I... No. But I think that 9-11 was shady. I do, too. And I think that Jeffrey Epstein Is the shadiest thing of all fucking time. <laughs> insane. Like, the guy who had the most... The most to... Like, out of anyone in history that should have and was on Suicide Watch, because yes. there was so much yes. riding on that. Yes. And I'm sure he's just hanging out on a nice island right now, just chilling. Doing something horrible. Yeah, and there's like two prison guards who are like now multi-millionaires living in another country. Never heard from again. I don't know. I don't do the research on these <laughs> things because I'll end up with a car bomb or something. Like the Panama Papers. I watched the Panama Papers movie, but I was kind of in and out Oh, that's right. Shit, I need to watch The Laundromat. Yeah. Next week, I think that we should do, like, an all-movie episode. I like, I like uh, the Adam McKay way of doing those kind of movies way more than mm-hmm. Soderbergh's effort. At I need to... Don't talk about it. Yeah, I need to, I need, talk I need, about I need it. to see it. Yeah. But we should watch but that. anyway... We should watch a, that, and we should watch Dolomite Is My Name, and we should go see The Lighthouse. I started Dolomite Is My Name. I, I was kind of late, though. Shit. Oh. I'll pick it back up. Yeah, let's yeah, let's do those. We can talk about those. Those are both those both look cool. Yeah. And let's go see. The Soderbergh, yeah. I'll tell you my opinion once you once you see. I'm just impressed with Soderbergh for pumping two movies out on Netflix this year. High Flying Bird is I think still in my top ten on the year. He's the kind of guy that likes to just crank movies out. He's not he's not sitting around storyboarding for too long. Yeah, he gets to he he gets work done. Yeah, he does. I like um, I like Soderbergh. Soderbergh I do also, too. He's he 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 can make like five times the amount of movies as a guy like Tarantino, who's gonna be an auteur yeah. and spend five years yeah. working on one thing. Yeah, I like that at the end of the year Soderbergh releases his like, <laughs> uh, like the complete list of everything he watched the entire year, down to like the minutes of it, like things that he left early uh, and stuff. Like he watched like ten episodes of House Hunters and then watched like a Kurosawa movie. He's like, I and, don't have a day job. And then he, yeah, and he's like, then I watched Game Four of the NHL playoffs and. That's a little seems like a cool little guy. fastidious for me. Yeah, I, mean, I, I wouldn't want to write down everything I'd watch. I'd be like, Jesus Christ, have I really watched this many seasons of The Great British Bake Off? To be fair, while we, baked. To be fair, and hungry. <laughs> to be fair, we lost a file of you listing every single thing that you watched. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I think I lost the like dozen posted the, the notes document. with all of them. We'll on figure it. it out at the end of the year. Yeah, if you just read a list of every show that came out this year, I'd be like, yes, no, no, yes, no. So we we both watched a bunch of kind of weird a la carte things over the last couple of days. Yeah, well it was a sn- it was it's been snow days here in Colorado. Yeah. And uh, successionless snow days. Successionless snow days. Although Huck was watching Succession. <coughs> Good for him. He's texting me every couple hours going I'm glad that he's watching it. You're a maniac. It took him a minute to get into it, I think, but I was like, it picks up, it gets there. And he's like, I don't like any of these people and I was like, You're not really supposed to, they're all fucking despicable. And you're like, Tell me that at the end. Yeah, like you like watching him possibly fail. I watched the aggressively unfunny new episode of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Uh, I did not, which but had a, which, I... which had some, which had some tough beats. Well, I heard about the one. 
You know, honestly, I can't remember what it was, but there's another scene where I was like, God, that was a tough joke, too. I can't believe that they're doing this. That also, so what we're talking about is the the Weekend Update Michael Che dead-named Caitlyn Jenner, which is a, a term that I just learned. Yeah, he, he, he named her... As she was. Her former self. Yes, yes. But it was... Well, there's there's no no right way to do that, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're. Yeah, using, probably, you probably not using that, in the that show. whole scenario as the butt of a joke about Kanye acting crazy. Yeah, which we've talked about how Saturday Night Live has abused Kanye. Yeah, we've all abused Kanye. Yeah, and the new album is not good, and I just worry about him. Like we're gonna do him like we did Amy Winehouse, and just you know like drive him to the end of his life. Well, maybe he'll shave his head like Britney, bitch. Kanye shaves his head sometimes. Well, I mean, but it'll be like a, whoa, <laughs> he shaved his fucking head. Maybe it'd be like, maybe if he did it like live on Twitch and it was crazy. It'd be like him shaving his like balls on stage. People would be like, this man has lost his mind. Well, that's not the, he's not really in that mindset right now though. The Jesus is King album is very, yeah, but um, who, who are we to predict what? Oh, sure. What, what, we're, looking, what we're looking at six or seven years down the line. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I have no that idea. That man has reinvented himself like David Bowie. I'd Hmm, that's you an know, interesting... Over and over. Yeah. yeah, someday, 20 years down the line, that might be a funny side-by-side -side career paths. Kanye and Bowie. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Um, so... Let's hear some mashups. <laughs> a Kanye and Bowie mashup? I'm sure. I bet wow, that, what would you do? I bet there's already some out there. We'll have to look that up. We'll Google it on the break. All right. Uh, what else are we watching? Uh, I just showed you the trailer for the show. <laughs> okay, I yeah. binged on my day off. You, so you watched all of it? Yeah, I watched, like, the whole... Well, I was, like... You know, half paying attention to some of the storylines. Sure. What's it called again? It's called Daybreak. Uh huh. This is a Netflix show. Netflix show based on a comic about teenagers. I guess it was written like ten years ago, but they clearly have updated it for like Gen Z jokes. Sure. And stuff like that. Uh huh. Um, it looks pretty, pretty. It's funny. Yeah. It's uh. It's got some it's spirit. Like, I, I can tell. I told you it was like the society, but it's got some Mad Max. Yeah. Ferris Bueller. Uh huh. Just weird vibes yeah. going on. I'm, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm pretty here for the uh, high school apocalyptic dramedies. Yeah, I am too. And I <laughs> Way love, more than I would have ever and guessed. I think, this I think this next generation is like doubling down with the millennials on like, well, shit's fucked up. Yeah. Like, the You've been taking this in on TikTok as well. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's new. Mike's uh, I've been <laughs> diving I've, in. I've been abusing my insomnia with TikTok lately too. <laughs> I'm trying to learn about the youth. See the young generation. Wow, that's not the first time that we've like had some old gay shit on this podcast. Like we're, we're not, fucking washed. We're not that old, but we are. We're older than we used we to are, be. We are. We are millennials, and we're not. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna. My suggestion for one of our episode fillers now that we don't have suggestion or succession is that maybe we should read our charts. <laughs> together. Oh, that's a very millennial thing for us to do. <laughs> there was a great art. I sent this to you. There was Christian, a great art. I know you're a Leo and I'm a Pisces. But we both have Sag moons. We both have Sag moons. <laughs> My. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you, What's your rising again? I don't remember. I think my rising is Gemini. Oh, that's right. Mine's Aquarius. Those are both air signs, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of. We haven't gotten a goddamn thing done in all this time. <laughs> Fucking air signs. That's not true, man. We've gotten some things done. That's true. That's true. But the, maybe we should do that. There's a great article in the New Yorker about uh, the Renaissance of yes of astrology. Did you send me that article, or were you just telling me about it? No, I no, I sent you the clip of uh, how 
Brett Kavanaugh and Jeffrey Epstein were both bad Aquariuses, and then apparently there was like a it's like a meeting, and there everyone like mumbles like, oh yeah, of course, oh yeah, that's bad, bad male Aquarius, yeah, really bad, yep, unevolved. And then someone, all of the worst traits. And man. there was there was something about his Mars and his Venus as well that this woman was like that. So it make it stands to reason that he would lust for children. And everyone's like, oh, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the charts. <laughs> it's, I would encourage everyone to seek. I think I can't remember what the article is called. But I'm really more into like the Instagram memes and stuff than anything. I sure, think they're so funny when it's like you have the co-star just app, a picture of. To anything and it's like Pisces and it's like cries all day long. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's like great. Leo looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> They're so funny to me. There's they've been reduced to Hogwarts houses shenanigans. Oh yeah, whatever. it's like the original Hogwarts house. I mean, sure, or the Myers Briggs test. Yeah, yeah, but it's based in the stars, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's why I fuck when with it. When and where were you born? I fuck with that. Was it? 1205? <laughs> Was it 1210? <laughs> I always say noon, but I think it's probably anywhere in a half an hour around that. My mom's like, you're born at noon. I'm like, she didn't fucking know. She was giving birth. My mom always feels very confident about the 930 call. Yeah, my mom's very confident about noon, but I'm like, noon, on the, <laughs> on the fucking nose, I breathed my first breath, and everyone looked at the clock. <laughs> they slap me in the ass. Yeah, I could go for some like specific specifics, but yeah, I, the whole thing must be garbage. But I've bought in on my chart, now, so it's, already, my, it's too late. The Jenga Tower falls. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh um, no, I think it's super funny. It's also a great like um, icebreaker going oh, back, course. going back to the, like the fucking sixties. Oh, of and course. It's kind of that was a, like had a renaissance the, now. Yeah, that was like so in that article they talked about. That was like the last heyday. It was like the seventies, especially. Yeah, and it was like the it. easiest pickup line. In the oh, world. of course. And then you'd be like, oh, I already know what you're like. <laughs> and I think part of it, we've talked about this before, like, when you hear something your whole life, like, how much do you start behaving to reinforce that? Like, when is it descriptive or prescriptive mm, yeah. on a philosophical level? Of course. You know. <laughs> There's always, like, the good traits that people are like, well, I am, I am very, sure. I am very intuitive. Sure. That's but, true. But when, you know, when you have the self-awareness to address some of the bad traits that are uh, put out there sometimes, I think that there's, there's worse things in the world. Sure. You know, than, than having some uh, non-subjective uh, source telling you things that you can improve, that, or, you might, that you may have seen the patterns in. I guess it depends on how you choose to interact with that because some people will be a little more fatalistic about oh well i'm uh, i'm a priori mm. a bitch uh -huh. all the time sure so i'm gonna act like a little bitch to everybody cause sure i was told that's who i am we're really kind of going off the rails of uh, sure i was gonna i, I, I michael was... che's indiscretions well i mean hey fire michael che yeah what's his sign Ooh, i don't know we'll look that up yeah I bet that'll answer all of our questions. <laughs> okay. What, uh, I what? bet there's plenty of SNL cast member uh -huh. <laughs> listicles. Oh, that, that, on could, this that shit. could be fun. That could be fun. What else? What else we watch? I just watched David Chang's Breakfast, Lunch, and Dinner on Netflix, which is cool. If you like the uh, wandering around a city eating cool food, kind with, of with among the better SNL cast members. Yeah, yeah. He goes to Cambodia with Kate McKinnon, and there's one moment. Where, what, where Chang says what she does is important, and she gives him a look like, "No, are you kidding me?" <laughs> 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 
she's like, well, we uh, we like, got Tr- Donald Trump elected, yes. motherfucker. <laughs> I bet she feels terrible about that. I bet she does too. Because she was their fucking their Hillary rep. I mean, she's like, still. Kate, you're gonna be doing this for the next eight years. Oh man, it's tough. Tough, very tough. Uh, Maybe they should pull their heads out of their neoliberal asses this time around. Oh, that is, you love to see it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Didn't wow. you say that they're already kind of like Boo Bernie? Oh, yeah. Like well, and in the, the thing. Oh, that's right. Because we didn't even really kind of get into the. You wanted to talk about another Bernie thing, too. But let's, oh, that's, let's yeah. This kid's to get there. Absolutely. Uh, the one thing I, we didn't say about the Che thing is I haven't seen the actual joke that he makes about Caitlyn Jenner because on the Hulu. Like re rerun yeah. thing, it just it cuts out of the thing immediately. I, I looked it up on like YouTube or something. Yeah, I, I need to watch what he actually said, but they they jumped on that. Yeah, yeah, they he calls her a fella. That that he says there was a fella named yeah. dead names her, yeah. and now and now her name's Catherine. Um, Caitlin. Caitlin. Catherine. Catherine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Catherine might have been a classier yeah, choice. There's there's worse names. I can, there's I can worse judge names the, I could have used. I can judge the name you picked. Catherine's a nice name. I agree. Yeah, I don't I know. Agree. I don't I know love why Catherine. she didn't go with that. What else we got? Oh, of course. So they've been they've been like kind of trolling <coughs> Bernie for a couple weeks now, and then <laughs> all the commies of Twitter reared their ugly head onto another <laughs> another neo lib comedian talking smack about Bernie. Uh, and that's Hannibal Burris got got clapped up in that this week, but Which he is disappointing to hear about. That this, is because so I, I like Hannibal Burris. I do too. I, I like mean, Michael Che too. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. Yeah, I do. It's, I it's so hard. <laughs> but he also, and I, I had never heard this news. I, I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me. Is that he? I guess owned an apartment building in Chicago, and he evicted all of the people in it so that he could start Airbnbs in all of them. Yeah, and this guy is talking smack about Bernie on Twitter, and you're like, eh, I don't love those two things. I don't love the I don't love the marriage of <laughs> of, of ideologies there. Yeah, it seems a little like he didn't think that out very well, <laughs> or like he did and didn't give a fuck. Yeah, new money, man. Which is kind of the worst sin. Yeah, we were talking about how some of this new money has the potential to change the world, but if they just play the game they're supposed to play and are told to play, then mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. doesn't change, man. Absolutely and that's, not. that's been going on forever. <sighs> so if you are a person who is suddenly very rich and successful, don't just play the game. Look at little Billie Eilish. Absolutely. She's doing great. She's an icon. Even though her parents might be rich for all I know. Oh, really? I don't know. You've posed that question twice on the pod. That's because like, I suspect it. Oh, okay. With every pop okay. star... I'm like, what Disney Channel show was that kid on? You know? Sure, sure. <laughs> That's well, their money, though. Yeah. Other big news, NCAA players now going to be able to profit off of the use of their likeness in jerseys and stuff like that. That's great. Oh. It's very good. That's huge. That wasn't a thing? No. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> See, I love non-sports people hearing stuff like that and being like, what? whoa, they've debated that? Are you that? fucking kidding me? Oh my god, dude. Wait, it's... when a jersey of an athlete gets sold by any... Is this just... Is What about dude, other... What we're talking about, about jersey sales, we're talking about video games, well, we're talking about, about posters. What about and... other things? What about like in the NFL or in the NHL? Oh, is well, it, hey, is that different for those organizations? Well, those, there, guys make, those guys make every penny of what They is. get some fucking 
recompense. Yeah, but college players have never received anything. And people are always like, they should just be honored because to play. They're in, because they're in college. Yeah, That's but man, a lot of those, you know, I mean, this... Bullshit, the only reason this, this is it's going to this school is because he can ball. Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, man, and it's like a means to an end for a lot of those guys to get it. <laughs> well, Duke, I mean, we can... <laughs> Looking at you... Just kidding. I don't do know. Do all the one. The I just one know the, the notori notoriety of yeah. them. Oh uh, yeah, man, Mike. I'm telling you, you're gonna play Shashevsky in the biopic one day. It's gonna. Oh, that's right. It's gonna win you an Oscar. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I forgot about this. Duke is notorious for the one and dones. I mean, guys are there for eight months. You know what I mean? They don't like really go to school there. People are like, they're going to school. I'm like, no, they're not. Mm. These guys are getting drafted. Is what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, and this <laughs> Olympic athlete is permanently moving to the United States. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's great. I'm glad that NCAA players are getting paid. That's a win for the world. It is. That's a good thing that happened today. I can't or believe yesterday. that. That's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny. I just, ugh. They re I remember like hearing about how fucked up the NCAA is. NCAA's got a lot of tough. Just how those kids will work their asses off for nothing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you think especially about football players. You it's know? their it's their audition for the NBA, basically. Sure, sure, but I well, and the, you know, basketball's basketball's a different thing than football, and football's a different thing than you know people who like go on swim scholarships and stuff like that. Like football players, like those guys will get fucking hurt when they're twenty years old, and they're like, oh, I guess I'm not, I'm not gonna get. I guess, I guess you're coaching Pee Wee, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Have fun. You you've peaked. Yeah. It's done. It's done. Yeah. It's a tough racket, man. Job security is not incredible in professional sports. That's why I always invest more in my charisma. <laughs> That's why I invest in a lot of different stock options. That's why I invest more in... My portfolio is huge. Uh, whatever's going on tomorrow. Are you kidding right? me? <laughs> uh, wow. This is exactly what I'm talking about, man. We're... we're, we're Hold, See, we were worried. We were worried that without a bunch of specific things that we both watched, that we might not be able to hold up a conversation for very long. Untrue. Untrue. Oh, uh, la and maybe this is the last thing we can talk about. No, I bet there's more. Benioff and Weiss. <laughs> yeah. Getting their Star Wars rug pulled uh, out from underneath uh, them in the same week that the Game of Thrones prequel is canceled. Yeah. So as soon as that series finished airing, I'm sure HBO was like, okay, we will go through the motions of nominating you for all the awards. They gave they gave Best Fucking Drama at the Emmys as a little, Unbelievable. Like, the same way, like, Lord of the Rings, the last Lord of the Rings movie won Best Picture sure. as, like, a nod to all of them. Sure. Or whatever. Because uh -huh. Game of Thrones at one point was the best drama on TV. So. Debatable still. Well. What would you know? You've only seen the first fucking season. <laughs> Which I still think is hilarious. You poor man. I've also seen the first three episodes. Yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you. There's a lot in between those. <laughs> um, yeah, these guys, probably since that shit went down, like, I'm sure Disney was like, fuck, we cannot let these guys direct a fucking movie. Oh, yeah. Fans hate them. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure HBO was like, okay, we're not going to spend any more money on this shit. We have a million other projects in the works. We have ten seasons of True Detective. We have Watchmen and Westworld. Ugh. Oh, boy. Damn. But also ten seasons of True Detective. Fuck yeah, Down dude. the line. <laughs> you're right, you're right. There's good shit out there. <laughs> like the deuce. And Succession. And Succession. Oh, I know, the, the, I know one of the last things that we need to talk about here. The reviews are in for The Morning Show. 
Oh, and they're decidedly that's not right. good. Okay, yeah, you should read the review that you found and all. So I so I had heard that these were not good, and I wanted to I wanted to make sure we touched it, and so I looked up the New York Times review, which is you know seems pretty comprehensive of the first three episodes. So this is the, but this is the quote I wanted to pull. This is from the this is really from the lead basically. This is like the third paragraph. But after three episodes, this tech company's first venture into TV is good only at appearing to be good. It's like something assembled in a clean room out of good show parts from incompatible suppliers. Under the gleaming surface, as sleek and anodyne as an Apple store, it is a kludge. <laughs> Which, God. just from the, just from the onomatopoetic quality of the word kludge, you can tell it's not good. But, so we, had, but we had to look up the definition, yeah. and it's really funny when you do So, kludge on Wikipedia... A kludge is a workaround or a quick and dirty solution that is clumsy, inelegant, inefficient, <laughs> difficult to extend, and hard to maintain. And the photos they have are of a network kludge of just a cluster of wires and uh, the Miles Glacier Bridge with a kludge temporary fix to make it usable after earthquake, earthquake damage. <laughs> So things aren't looking good for So that is a very shady, uh, shade-throwing review. Yeah, shade-heavy review. Shade is heavy on Apple Plus. (laughs) Which is not surprising at all, but I'm always rooting for things to maybe be really good. Oh yeah, I would always rather things be great than not. Like, now I'm nervous about the Spielberg show, because that seems like it might be cool, the the Indiana Jones stories. Right, right. Does or not the make the Foundation series. Does not make me feel great about um, Blind. Or what is it? Oh, oh, I didn't feel good about that anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. Our, the Jason Momoa. Yeah, thing. Our, our thoughts are on record on that, on our, what that show might be. You saw the full trailer, right? No, I still haven't brought myself to watch okay, the full trailer. Okay, you should watch the full trailer where it's like, we think the children can see. <laughs> Sight? <laughs> Sight is a myth. <laughs> Oh boy, it's the kind of thing that is frustrating watching it. But I'm sure for like every fucking like freshman film student out there, it's like I have an idea better than that, <laughs> and they're probably right. And I'm sure whoever sure. made that thing has probably been working on it for a long time. Oh yeah, and and, and Apple went into bidding war. Oh, oh god, like maybe that guy wrote a sci-fi novel that was good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That idea is not good. No. That is a bad, that is a bad idea. Yeah. (laughs) That's too bad. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? There's always going to be more weird shit around the corner. That's true. So on a break, should we, (laughs) I don't know, what else have we, what have we discussed not enough? I, uh... I don't know, what else have we watched? I saw the new Pedro Almodovar movie. Oh, you did tell me. Pain and Glory. that. That was really good. I would recommend Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas giving a gay man. Yeah, it's a yeah, man. It's oh, well, it's really it's kind of an autobiographical. Is he an artist? He's no, a film he's director. A film director, right? He, it's it's kind of an autobiographical movie for Almodovar, but it's it's really good and it's a great Banderas performance. He's getting early Oscar buzz, which I'm I support. He's he's pretty good. Him and. Uh, uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman really carry that. Come back here movie. for Antonio Banderas. Who knew? <sighs> I didn't like the end of that sort of movie. I won't spoil anything. I wasn't crazy about the way it ended. I'm curious. I bet you are. And I'm going to leave it at that. All right. So we take a break? Let's take a break and come back because we have to talk about the finale of one of 
the shows that I think we've really been affected by. Yeah, a very personal show in all ways. Yeah, I mean, outside of the fact that we were not alive in the time and place it takes place in. But I'm glad I was alive in the time and place that the show aired. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, God. <laughs> all right, let's take, well, a, let's take a we'll fucking break. Back, talk about the finale of The Deuce. I love it. Bye. <laughs> Scorpio season. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, mean, hey, I just told you. I guess everyone in our kind of age range is Scorpio, Pluto. Oh yeah, Scorpio and Pluto. Sorry, forever. Sorry, uh, the boot, the Mike boot fell over. Yeah, we're obviously keeping all that Scorpio stuff in. <laughs> but I did. But the mic did fall. Not going anywhere. That's not going anywhere. Yeah, everyone has their Scorpio and Pluto. That's right. You were saying. Yeah, that. in our generation, that's why we're also like fucking hardcore. That's crazy. So it really is like the. I love that. Yeah. Dude, it's science. <laughs> Sylvia Plath was a Scorpio, and it was her birthday the other day, so... Well, happy birthday, Sylvia. I, just I hope that you go bake a delicious cake in your oven. Oh, dude. Too soon? Sylvia is the goat. <laughs> Too soon. Sylvia is the goat poet of the 20th so century. So what? I can still make jokes about Camus getting hit by a car <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I just feel... I just love Sylvia. I do, too. She's, she seems like a real sweet lady. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not crying. <laughs> uh, oh, great, great voice recording. It, it is on YouTube of Sylvia Plath reading her poem "Leaving Early" from Crossing the Water. It's fucking, it's fucking great. I'm not crying. There's something in my throat. It's okay. <laughs> you gonna take a minute? I don't need to take a minute. Well, I'm probably. That's gonna... how I feel when I think about Lori. I was just gonna say I'm probably gonna need to take a minute at some point during this conversation. <coughs> All right, the deuce is the deuce is over. We're talking we're talking deuce the finale. The deuce the deuce had its finale. I think we both said it should have been ten episodes this season. Sure, sure, but they de- nice. but they definitely finished the show and yeah, they put a bow on it. Yeah. Dude, do we want to talk? It's a little. It's should kinda, we, should it's we say tough? I'm gonna miss this show. I am. It's so badly. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and like I said, I wish we do their like their century stories or I wish this show was skipped like well without any spoilers I wish it like did three, oh, we're seasons, doing full spoilers. three seasons on you know the 2000s through the 2020s or whatever you know yeah. and the internet yeah. porn industry or yeah. whatever like, yeah they yeah there was a the only that hit, would have been a different beast it was kind of you know sort of an interesting moment about that last sequence and we'll get into that more later the only nods at the porn industry in that last sequence was Vince looking up hotel porn. Yeah, like an old man who yeah. is staying at a hotel and is willing to pay like 15 bucks for like the rental porn they have. And you're like, wasn't that like the, the new thing in porn in like 1995? That, well, that made me think of like an old man who's out of touch. Is that he's not... But even then, like, most old men would know you can get free you porn can get on, on, your phone. on your fucking laptop. Yeah. yeah. Just rest that shit on your belly, you dirty bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Just take it to the take it to the, to the the bathroom stall. And, it's, and it's free. But also, he's an older man. He has the money. But like you just said, it's kind of inexcusable. Well, I feel like that... Uh, they, they said that that last sequence... If we're going to spoil, the end of the show skips to 2019. It's Vince... 
And yeah, let's, let's like, okay, because this is the... We can backtrack, but well, yeah, um, okay. I feel like they maybe wrote that scene years ago. They talked in the, after the episode about how they wanted to open the show with the scene of him... With the bartender. With him with the bartender. He goes, this used to be this bar, and I used to own this club, uh-huh. and the guy right. doesn't have a fucking clue what he's talking about, Yeah. and they realized that they needed to save that for this finale because it would spoil Vince's endgame, which... You and I already knew he lives because we've done our homework. Yeah, I was gonna say anyone, we, read the, any, we read the cliff notes. Yeah, anyone who's who's divin. This is the, this is the who, second week in a row we've done this. Anyone who di- dived, <laughs> who done divved, who's done who's done the deep dive on the deuce, <laughs> knew that this is based on a real guy. So you also knew that Frankie was gonna die. Yeah, his twin brother was inevitably yeah. checked out. Yeah, so they want so they really liked that scene, I guess. They were determined to it, and I think that's why he's watching it in the, but the hotel room, because that's probably what David Simon and Pelicanos do. Uh, that's like, done, we're, sure. we're old guys like this, and we watch fucking pornos on the TV when we're in a hotel room. <laughs> we pay for it. Put like, on my old minor threat tape. America, and I'm not bootlegging <laughs> some fucking 18-year-old. I'm trying to watch some old, weird shit. <laughs> They, I'm gonna you know, listen to the story. Those are my guys. They're just hitting fast forward and stuff instead of like clicking around and jumping to different uh, <laughs> different pages. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On page thirteen, like, yeah, this like I have it. four scenes of this one girl running right now. <laughs> See, it's terrible. I'm sorry. But okay, but and that and the, you know the bartender scene wasn't awful and get it and I was disappointed to see. Candy get the axe in the paper. In well, the... It, Candy ended up making a art house masterpiece, and that was like akin to Wanda by. Uh... Well, and even Vince is like, she, you did it or whatever. Like she, she that's... was it not kind of shocking that Vince had never heard of it. No, I don't think so. Really? I think if it was like a total washout failure that nobody saw or heard of, and then thirty years, forty years later came to be regarded as this classic sure. thing. Like, that's... You watch those... Yeah. You have, would, it's on your fucking account right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Wanda's on Criterion. I, do, I, it, it I is a real movie. Like it this. is a real movie. It seems crazy to me just because... <laughs> just because they seemed so close. Is this the real woman? Is this... Because some of these characters are clearly based I have not on investigated real, They the, talked about how, how the real Vince was very cagey about the real Abby because we'll he get to that. loved her. Well, they, yeah. in the after the episode, like they yeah. talk about that. And yeah. So Candy was clearly based on a real prostitute. At least turn, the turn well, porn director the, turn auteur filmmaker. I I don't know if that is exactly what the woman who she, this woman writes, directs, and stars in this movie called Wanda. Okay. That is what that film, which is what Candy's film is directly, Eileen's film is directly based on, I guess. It's but not the, the exact same film, though. No, no, no. The, the, no, because I, I watched pieces of the Wanda trailer thing, and it's clearly a very different story. But I guess I, I guess that that's the film that they were using as the basis for that trajectory okay. of that movie. Because those I guys, don't know, are, I don't those know guys about the, don't base anything directly. I don't know anything about the woman the who directed it. I don't know anything about her. Yeah. So may- maybe that is her background, but I'm not sure. I think that a lot of these guys' shows are based on real people that they kind of extrapolate and fuck around with. Like, yeah, it's what makes it very cool. There's a maybe we should start doing character by character goodbyes, but but the Black Frankie. I was, just, I was hoping this is what you're gonna talk about. Okay. Uh, it, it, so clutch and like, of course you. It's like it's so oh. Grand Theft Auto. 
<laughs> Sabaka says he's gonna go back to his union job. That's a big wink to mm-hmm. the white the white guy season of the wire. Yeah. <laughs> the long sermon. The the, uni- I- the union season, which is like a contentious joke of like the boring season, but it's important. Unions are an important thing that Oh you need it. And you, I need like to under- it. you need I to like understand it. like the the lower class yeah. dependency, yeah. I guess. The I- the need for unions. Like There is not a bad season of the wire. There is not a bad season of the wire. So anyway, Sabaka makes that <laughs> Sabaka makes that joke, as yeah. uh, referring to himself. Yeah. And then Black Frankie says he's got to go see his boy in Baltimore. Uh, in Baltimore, uh, Nathan Barksdale, who is the guy, who is the <laughs> who is the Vincent of the Wire. He's yeah. like the guy that they interviewed a bunch, and they the, they didn't base one character off of him. But it's they but used, it's mostly Avon. There's right? an Avon. There's an Avon. His his nickname was Bodie. There's a Bodie in the show, and he's the guy who plays the. Priest, correct? Probably. Is that the same Probably. guy? Probably. Because I think that the guy who... I wonder where the real Vince showed up sometime in the wire. Or in There's the some deuce. real... In the deuce, yeah. Yeah. I But I think but that... But now we have canonical... <laughs> if we're gonna go all fanboy about this Oh thing, my god. Canonically, same universe. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I wonder if there's one in Treme that I didn't catch, maybe. <sighs> that might have just been their, their... I haven't watched it. That was the problem with that show. Nobody watched it. But as someone who watched it, <laughs> you should people should watch it. I think that I, Tremaine was awesome. I probably will now because Anthony I, Bourdain it'll wrote probably be episodes. My, it'll be my methadone for the Deuce's heroin. Yeah, I think that yeah, I would love it if you did that. And like just to sell it to people, Anthony Bourdain wrote fucking episodes of the Pelicano Simon show that is set in New Orleans. Oh, okay. With Wendell Pierce as the lead, Bunk as the fucking lead. It's, Anthony Bourdain wrote episodes of yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Ugh. David Chang is in that show. Trina is incredible. These guys, these guys are great. That so, one's about food and music. Mm-hmm. These other ones are more about and romance crime. and crime but, and 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 poverty and dealing with the, the American government. Right, and dealing with uh, acts of God. It's a great piece about American history. Right. That's why we said these guys should do their. Yeah. Do their do hundred years. Every episode's in a different part of the country, in a different yeah. in a different place and time. Oh, I would love to see these guys do that. Oh my god! So should we like beat down our characters? Well, I, I kind of want to wrap up the because we've spoiled the, we spoiled discussion. we spoiled what like the very ending of it is. Yeah, we jumped to the end, but and I think we can revolve around. And we and the the bartender scene is fine. The what did you think about that? It was such a long sequence of Vince walking through Times Square, seeing everybody. Did that really nail the landing? Did that really stick the landing with you? I part of me wants to like come back to this after considering the whole episode and see how we feel. Okay, okay, let's save it then. Let's okay. save it. So we wanted, so we want to run down characters. Yeah. That's uh, what we, we 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 hit Black Frankie, which I you know. Just Black, fucking hats Black off. Black Frankie and Sabaka have a fantastic referential ending. Black Frankie says, I came here in a van, and I'm leaving in a van. Sabaka's son is going to jail For again. insider trading. For which, insider trading. Which I, I, I kind of can't believe we didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not as into the white-collar crime, so I, and never, that joke I is, never see it coming. The joke is made that he does it again, because Vince, Vince <laughs> oh, at the yeah. end is in town for that oh, kid's right. wedding, and he goes, well, great, you got in town just before the... Yeah. Just before the hearing, yeah. and at this point, Bobby Sabaka's dead. Yeah, yeah. And is a ghost yeah. or whatever. Sure. Are yeah. we? Are we led to believe that the so they're all everyone else is dead, besides Vince? 
Yeah. All the people I think he sees are, are, dead. Are, too, are dead. Because we know it's officially that Candy has died. It's the day after Candy has died. Right. Or right. when that's in the papers okay. for him to know. Sure. So anyone we that's didn't, a fair assumption. So anyone we didn't see is still alive, which means Larry Brown is alive. <laughs> Larry Brown. <laughs> all the characters we love. Well, when we did, who, the only one you do see alive at the very, very end is Abby, which is... Oh, that's right. And she's like a lawyer. Yeah. She's like a progressive lawyer. And she's just like cutting straight through. She's <laughs> fucking around it all. Man. Abby might be the best heart. Like, mm. the be- like the, the heart of this thing that should have... The heart of the show is But ball, she should have gotten a little more... Like, as far as she, the message of like... She, she, got she goes from being like, right, like... Uh, I mean, she's always a bartender, but by the end, she is like this progressive, high-class lawyer character you see in the future. Oh, whatever. absolutely. And they she just... resolves her that... She resolves herself to do that at the end of the thing, right? Like, I'm trying to think what the scenes are with her. Right, the well, she's just... I mean, through the whole season, she has been in more different places than anyway. everybody. Like, yeah. she was doing the Vince relationship stuff, the relationship... What was, what was her girlfriend's name? Nigal. <laughs> Damn, Pilar. Is her name. Sure. She's in the relationship with Pilar. She's doing... She's going to meetings. She's meeting with Darlene about her... She's, to be, to fu- become she's fucking nurse. Vince and finding his guns. She's she's with Paul. She, yeah, she's arguing... Looking argu- at pictures. She's arguing... She's bartending with, with the girl she's who's arguing anti-porn. with uh, Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah. John, she, Paul Kirby. Yeah, she has so many different... Luke Kirby. Luke she has Kirby. So, she's like in, torn in so many different directions that she never... You never got, like, any peace with her? She was... I feel like she was our fucking lead. And they kind of, like, wink at that yeah, at the end. Yeah, and I you're like, right. oh, the woman behind the man. Yeah. Like, it was a little antithetical to the point of that show to end on, like, but think about how the all the old white men feel walking around. Yeah. And what they've been through. Yeah, the weird treatment of that character, but I guess she did. She got, she got a good end. She did. And I think she and was... deserved it. I think she overall was one of the best if not most underdeveloped, like, characters of the whole thing. <sighs> yes and no. It's You're right. I mean, it seemed like she got a lot of scenes, but they never they never took the character to the... They were usually not with her, like, alone. Or Exa- her, that's, yeah, that's like, exactly what I was going to say. reacting to a situation. Like, it was... Yeah. She was in other people's scenes. Yes. You know? Yes. They weren't about her. And I think that was kind of what her character was, is she's like, it's not about me, it's about all the people. Yeah. She was the most, um... That's so tricky. Like, saintly yeah. character in that whole thing. Sure. Well, I, again, Paul, I think, is the saint of the character. Paul's the saint. Let's talk about Paul. Okay. Paul, who, you, we talked about how the big question was going to be his... If he's got the bug. And the last image you see is him limping off. So and I, I guess pretty, that's yes. That's a pretty clear yes. Yeah. That, again, and in the, he's in America. the flashback with his boyfriend, so yeah. if we're going to talk about who died. Yeah, I was really rooting for him to maybe live. <laughs> I know, but we were both pretty... And he has a he has a great teardown of uh, Luke Kirby, the cop. That guy really got it from I was ends. really happy we finally saw that scene happen, actually, because mm-hmm. Luke Kirby leaves his family. We can get into some of his other shit, because he had some good shit... This. He was really prominent in the in the in the landing strip of this show. I think my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes of this whole thing, was when D, uh, D'Angelo drove him down to the Bronx, and he said, right. "We didn't solve the problem; we just moved it." Yeah. 
And he goes, all we did was move the problem and these poor people. These poor people don't stop. They they thrive. They, they're resilient. All we've yeah. done is make it look nice. Let these fucking rich people take over. And the whole... Dr- and, and Luke Kirby's character is like, but did we make the city better? And he's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. And he's like... That, you know... That was a great scene. That was kind of a thesis statement on the whole show. The yeah, wi- absolutely. The wire style. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That was such a wire scene. We talked about it last week about how they I would, wish there were more of those. Well, and they would totally rather spend more time doing the, you know, the long <laughs> legal ripple effect kind of sequences. Well, two more episodes, they probably could have. Yeah, and, you know, and we want to talk about undeveloped characters. D'Angelo's cop character was... He got kind of cast down. Which is weird, because in the second season, they were... A lot of fucking... A lot of... That was the problem with this show, is, like, a lot of the tertiary characters that weren't tertiary have now been, like, officially tertiary. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Where you're like, okay, so it's just the white people. Kind of. And that last season, for sure. Yeah. They really washed it down yeah this last yeah season, espe- yeah especially in that in that last season the other two seasons and it's one of the things that's been great about so many other shows is how fluid the ethnicities and genders and um, sure. sexual orientations of the characters and their stories the fr- have always well, been well in the first couple seasons of this you know yeah and the, yeah exactly and we, and, and, we're, and we've had so, few, so it's not to okay, say that that we, isn't intentional. And it's not to say that there is not representation. Like, we... Yeah, like, we're not about to call the dudes racist. Because we should also say that, like, the... We, we should talk about Mike. Uh, oh. We haven't talked about how But Vince... I did want to say, also, so many other directors were women and, and people of color. Sure. Like, the, yeah, the deuce is... So it was intentional, the deuce, the deuce, I think. Uh, it could have just used two more episodes, I bet. That's really two more episodes. That's really two more episodes would have given them like all the yeah. breath they needed to. Yeah, explore we're, yeah, some we're of just those we're things. just a bitter lover. Because we're we like, got wish stayed because around. we did get different representation. Like we've, I don't think we'd met this like black gay guy that uh, Madonna marries. Oh, and oh, he's let's dying. Talk and about that. that's a real story. <laughs> and it was a beautiful scene. Their wedding, and it's very happy. The scene of them agreeing to do it is very. Lovely. Yeah, he's dying, and she's her, his best friend, and they get married so that she can give some statement on his his death the way that Paul wasn't able to. Well, and to like because yeah, exactly. you, need, you need a so someone could be around and she could say unplug him or whatever the fuck. Well, know? and also and and this was the I texted you as I was watching it and I was like I guess I'm just going to cry this entire episode <laughs> was the scene where they uh, proposed. Well, well, in that scene where he the story he, where we were like agrees, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> he, yeah, right. Yeah, we were fucking wrong about that, yep. huh? Yep. Where he agreed, where he's like, you take the deed on everything and use that money to bury me somewhere where the Pretty. where the sun is shining. And there's not going to be syringes on my grave. Yeah, and no. you and it's the, the fragility of human life and the human uh, condition has always been the best part about the Deuce and someone as they're dying wish, just wanting, just wanting to 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 be placed where the sun shine is is <laughs> you know yeah, so was... so pure and beautiful and the show did that so many of those like emotional flourishes so yeah well. i think i think any of the critiques we had about this season were pretty solidly answered like that oh, that absolutely. that's a good example of where we were like why are these characters involved what's why is this girl still around and that mm-hmm. was one of the most 
um, optimistic, yeah, you know, flowers of a scene. Yeah, that, yeah. They're that, in, they're in this they're in an alleyway. It's middle of the day, but it's beautiful. Oh, they look beautiful. Everyone's happy. Yeah. He's telling stories. She knows. Oh, yeah. She's she has this sadness in her eyes because she knows like she's marrying a dying man. Who's, but she's about to get to go work on a Redford movie and stuff. Which yeah. Is really... That's right. Oh, that's right. She's getting like a gig. <laughs> yeah. They, there's so much going on in this thing. See, and these aren't even, like, our mains that we're getting into. Like. Yeah, so we, we kind of talked, we talked about Abby, do you want to talk, talk about... Talk about Paul But you wanted bit. to talk about Mike, and that's tough. Yeah. That seems tough. Yeah, Vince finds Mike, and he knew he was going to eventually find his friend. Mike's been dead for days. days. yeah. At least, there's flies, it stinks. I mean, that was just a brutal scene to watch. Well, and, uh, and that happens right out of the gate. And Franco talks about that scene in the after the episode of, mm -hmm. like, these kind of tough... Tough men, yeah, machismo, yep. and his interpretation of that, <laughs> and you know, it's like he knew this was coming, and yeah. he's he doesn't sit there and weep like he's like Vince does not know how to sit down and weep. That guy, no, Frankie wept. Yeah, le passion. Yeah, le passion. Yeah, it's he, very the their he was the Dionysian. Their dynamic too, exactly. It's very Dionysus <laughs> and Apollonian. It's very. Um, did you ever read the Herman Hess book? Uh, Narcissus and Goldman mm -mm, mm -mm. is a good example of that. Like yeah. one is the one's the scholar and one's the one's the wanderer. Sure, you know. Sure. Frankie's presence was really missed in those last five episodes or whatever that was. Four episodes. And it was the catalyst for all of it, mm -hmm. for all of it to end. When Frankie died, it all ended. The scene with Vincent. Frankie. And when Lori fucking died, but <laughs> yeah. To a much less impactful degree, because that was the point. Yeah. You know, like, she yeah. was easily forgotten, which was so sad. She was, like, a... She was the most Dickensian character in the whole thing. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? That's right? She's totally the little true. match girl. This had a Dickensian... Like, the whole show had a Dickensian quality. Well, that's the fucking wire! That's Of course it yeah. did. I mean, that's... A tale of two cities kind Ugh. of thing. All right. Okay, we haven't talked about Candy. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about Candy. Obviously good that... So, I so mean... She, she makes an art, an art house classic appreciated. She dies with honor. She dies and made a movie that no one watched at the time, but is now on the Criterion Collection. But there's a... Yeah, exactly. Which is totally like... You know, yes. Which is exactly what we should have expected. Like, survey 1,000 independent filmmakers right now. If they knew that they died, but they had a movie on Criterion after they died, they'd be a like... A single cult following. They're like, fuck yeah, dude. Oh my god, the boners. <laughs> oh my god, the boners. I can't even imagine. So, yes. Candy won. Her... Candy wins. Absolutely. She wins. She... We don't know what her life was like. I'm. I don't know if she... They don't... They don't clarify if she ends up with, uh, what's his fuck? Her boyfriend, and you know what? Okay, but they did I, have a they did have a very good. They had two discussion. Good they had a very good discussion about her doing this porno. Yeah, that I they had two good scenes, and I wanted to because we've talked a lot of shit about that guy. That guy, and I in that last episode, I don't think to, I, that was such a tricky, hard thing to pull off. And honestly, that guy is a great actor and did a good and did good shit. That's well, such they, a tricky thing, and like, I and I feel bad that we were ever like, what is this? Jillian Hall talks about their conversation where it's like a real. They're both right and they're both wrong. Like she. Yeah, she said it's like an Arthur Miller play. That was. Great. Yeah, like they're both being stubborn assholes, you know. Mm -hmm. 
but there is no real middle ground for them to find. Yeah. It's a very this or that kind of argument they're having because yeah. she she's up uh, she's obligated to to shoot a bunch of nasty porn scenes we can talk about the scene where she meets the porn director but Oof. she she agrees to do this stuff so that she can finance her movie her boyfriend yeah. wants to give her the money she's unwilling to take it from him it's causing mm-hmm. this huge rift and they're neither of them are wrong yeah yeah that scene where she talks to the fucking producer is crazy yeah the yeah and she's like looking at her writer or whatever. I don't know what they call it when for a porn star, like when the things they're willing to do yeah. or what they're expected to do. And she's like listing in this shit off. And they're like, "Hey, baby, you've been out for a while. Like, we want to see it all." What was you texting me? One of those lines. It's oh like, well, the, if we don't see the ass, well, going, the, real, the well, dick the, from going from <laughs> ass to mouth, they that feel was, cheated. Or but that was that was candy. When she goes back to New York and... Oh, you're right. Because she... Cause she, she has the same crass attitude anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, she says it, it has to... There's no close-ups on the ass to mouth. You need to see the cock go from the ass to the mouth or people feel cheated. It's... Uh, it's or like it doesn't a, count. It's like, or it doesn't count. That's what she says. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> and then oh. when she's talking to Harvey and Harvey is watched her scene or watched what she's shot of the film so far and, and he's so in love with it. She's like, Harvey, I got two lesbian scenes and a blowjob to get to before I pack this camera up. <laughs> well, I, she had so many of the, like, these home run porno director lines, like, the only person in the world yeah. who would ever say the yeah. things that they're saying. Such a character. <laughs> She's a great fucking character. And, you know, I, I, that's a great performance, man. That I, scene with her and Harvey was the last one between them, and it's mm-hmm. him saying he watched her dailies, and he thinks her film needs to be made. This is the art house and he tells thing. her to, and he, tells, and he her to, tells her to take the fucking out yeah and she's like you're crazy it's not gonna happen and that's the last scene you see between the two of them and i loved that conclusion and gyllenhaal says in the thing she's like the real love story is between her and harvey and it is yeah. true like they, yeah they've had this really fantastic debate about art versus obscenity which was yeah. at the core of like there were supreme court yeah. Like debates about this shit, yeah, like yeah. erotica, of course, you know, and and that was the I think that conversation between her and Harvey is like the heart of is the real heart of this show. Like, is pornography when is pornography ex- morally or artistically something, and when is it yeah corrupt, and when is it yeah. You know. Yeah. What's interesting is that we've kind of broken those barriers down, you'd think, a little bit right now, but you still don't see a... Like, sh- like short bus is the only thing I can think of that was, like, a, you know, had a real penetration inside of a, of a actual narrative right, drama. Well, that gut, isn't there, like, a Gus Van Sant movie? Or oh, well, there's the, um, what's the, his name? Where they put celebrity faces on porn actors. Well, there's the Vincent Gallo... Chloe Seven, you blowjob and brown body, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, there's, those things exist, but it's like... It's I, such I, a cha- it's kind of curious such, that there's not more, It's honestly. such a changing world now. Like, maybe that's the maybe that's the kind of shit we... we maybe you and I should make, like, a really high-class artsy porno. And that's... Well, this show doesn't make it seem like it's easy to make them. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It seems like... We have our own struggles making uh, the movies that we do make. Making a goddamn thing. Yeah. It's I love that plot line. The, that, I loved I loved candies. Yeah, I do too. Art. And I like that conversation and that really analysis of like, what is you know, because 
we have this American hang-up around sex. Like, mm. we're much more comfortable around violence than sex. Like, did you ever see that movie about the MPAA? Uh, this movie is not yet rated. No, no, no. Um, that, like, a huge chunk of that is on how, sure. you know, you can show people being disembodied for days, but the minute you, so, you show, like, a male dick and it's not a comedy or, like, a woman's vagina uh, at all, like, yeah. that shit is... Illegal. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like, we have fucked up weird sexual hangups and standards as a society. Sure. And yeah, and, and that's what this the show's industry was based on. Right. Is the sex industry and the Deuce had tremendous conversations. The conversations that I liked, I like to have, and you like to have. Well, and we re- need to be having now. So and and I think if people gave it a shot or and in retrospect down the line as they watch it they'll realize that this was a really good thesis on that kind of stuff well and i mean that's been this entire wire the, the same, yeah the same way the wires uh, you know i mean these these guys know. are fine being unappreciated in their time because they know they're doing great shit that reflects the time they were living in really well and it's not that they're unappreciated it's like this who knows? Like the Emmys next. year... I mean, they're year, widely the, accredited. The, Deuce, the Deuce might get a nod in the Emmys next year. I hope and so. That might, and, and that I don't might... think it's received any, and I find that so strange. You know what? I think the biggest problem with the whole thing is the reason people haven't watched it, and the reason I was resistant, is because James Franco's in it, and this was the show that was replacing Vinyl, and you were so up on Vinyl. And it's Bobby Cannavale. If this show had Bobby Cannavale playing twins. <laughs> Everyone would be watching it from day one, but it's James Franco, and I lo- and he's done a great job. But I was still laughing. I was still laughing to myself at the end of the episode after he does his memory lane row, and it's James Franco walking up to James Franco, being like, "This motherfucker." Right yeah, here. yeah. Wow. But if it were Bobby Cannavale doing that, I'd be like, oh, "Wow." Revisionist history of this being Bobby Cannavale is kind of crazy. And Franco was doing vinyl. But it, you know, that's this is the show that kind of not that one off and sure. people were mad about that you were I started watching I like, it I liked it it wasn't great but I don't think it deserved to be cancelled wasn't that the show that had the really good gag of them like doing lines off of the record player while it spun around wasn't that how yeah, like, the scene opened we were like that's pretty clever like well you're like you love to see it like that's sure that's that kind that's of like cool yeah like that's the kind of rock and roll aesthetic you don't really get in a lot of things sure it was fun. Outside I, of a... That'd be kind of a funny show to, like, revisit and watch that whole first season and be like, should this have a second season? Doing doing a whole thing on, like, shows that didn't get picked up. Oh, wow, maybe we should do that. For a second I season. do remember that, the, like, one of the very early scenes in Vinyl is Bobby Cannavale on a plane where he references all four of the major checkoff plays as it relates to these these uh, two blondes that are on the... And he's like, you dames over here are like Sasha and Olga. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I remember. I love Bobby Cannavale. I remember. Oh, dude. So uh, when Kate and I are gonna be in New York, Bobby Cannavale is in a production of Medea that I am. I yeah, got, you told me you guys. That's the one you guys want to try and catch. I, got, I gotta get in there. I gotta see my guy. Dude, take a take a selfie. Send it to me. Dude, I would totally stage door Bobby Cannavale. Like you're the real deal, dude. I love you. <laughs> Bobby! Bobby! Have like a sign. Have a sign that says, uh, Boardwalk Empire forever. Man, station agent. 
Yeah, I have one that says Station Agent. He's, he hangs out with Dinklage. Those guys have gone back like, tw that movie's like 20 years old now. You know who else is in that movie is Roger Sterling. Have you seen that movie? Oh, fuck yeah. That's a great movie. It is. You're pretentious. I like that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Who else? Have, what, what? I don't know. I think we've, we've kind of, we've really hit everybody. We did? Did we hit... It was sad in Vince's... Okay, so Vince does like a little walk down memory lane on mm. uh, Madison... Not Madison Avenue. On, Times Square. Uh, Times Square at the, end of the, at the end of the show. And he sees all the dead and the lost. Yeah. And the hardest one to look at for me is when he walks past Cece and, and Lori. Yeah. And Cece's smoking and he's back like the goddamn devil. And Lori has this longing look in her eye where she's like, save me to Vince. And he like shudders and he's shameful and, yeah. and yeah. woulda, coulda, shoulda about that girl. And that's like we, they made everybody in the audience feel complicit in her... Uh-huh. That was the hardest, that was like the toughest of those. Yeah, that's true. I think. But Vince is feeling good because he just came off of uh, 35 years teaching in Europa with Don Draper, so. Yeah, he's been getting, <laughs> he's been doing fine. The Deuce was a great show, man. The Deuce was a great show. I wish, I wish that like. I could have gone for one more season, I mean. It had Jesus. I feel like it's going it to be hard to sell that show because it's such like a feminist show but then at the end of the day it's like fucking ending on vince you know like yeah i know i, I know what you mean it's it's old white guys writing about old white guy shit and being woke and feminist and stuff to the best of their abilities and there's great writers it's not it's not yeah, that they, it's just old white guys yeah i think that they had a very diverse but it's just room, like the le sure. the lens they are telling that story from like even The Wire had a really diverse writing room, you know? Yeah, and that show... And if... It, yeah, they weren't mincing words. The Wire was based on a documentary... Or not, or not a documentary, but a, a movie that they made about... That was, like, based on that neighborhood. It was the real guy that they kind of based the neighborhood on. Right, you should watch this. You should look it up. Have you it's, seen this? Yeah, it's this kid whose parents are crackheads... Or meth heads, or not meth heads, like heroin addicts. They're they're just mm. fucked up. His parents are both addicts, and he's like going to school. And it's like a, it's like a, the the acorn that the wire grew from as a scenario. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. You should look it up. Look up the wire on Wikipedia, and you'll see like the source material. I guess you know one. it's you know what's funny is I actually haven't been on the wire Wikipedia much because when I watched it, I was like. There was a bunch yeah, of Yeah, you don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, there's a bunch of things and which is totally unfair <laughs> when you're watching a show that's that old. You're like, Don't tell me. Does Dracula live? Well sure. That's that was me <laughs> watching the fucking Mad Men this last year and being like Oh yeah. Well yeah, I mean like Mad Men shouldn't be spoiled for you. I mean also Mad Men, you know is such an old white guy show. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. But also a very feminist show in its at its core. I guess. It is. It is. I think to I think to watch Mad Men and not. Um, What's more feminist, Mad Men or Glow? Gorgeous ladies of wrestling, featuring Mark Marin as the man. Both featuring Alison Brie. I love Alison Brie. You know, you know that I don't. I don't really like Glow very much, and which is crazy. You're a wrestler guy. Yeah, that show. Oh, we're going off topic. That show seems like it was topic. built in a lab for me to like it, and for some reason, every time I watch it, it just seems. It was definitely built in a lab. 
but it was a lab was full of the lab. female scientists in cute outfits. Christopher Diaz, who wrote the the, uh, I who wrote Chad Deity, wrote for that. I show. think it's better than Orange Is the New Black. Man, Orange Is the New Black because has a because Orange Is the New Black has like four hundred fucking characters. There was a couple seasons of that show I really liked. There, I were, there were a lot of characters I liked. I liked Flaca oh, and Maritza. Oh my, the Morrissey the, fans. The Morrissey girls. Yeah. Oh my god. They're like some of my favorite TV characters. That's actually our joke. I'm in, actually in that the... Daybreak show. There's a joke about. The, an a Latina Morrissey cover band. <laughs> it's amazing. Because that's the thing. Obviously, Morrissey has not done well in the last couple of years. Well, with all of his Nazi shenanigans. <laughs> I can see what you mean by that. Yeah, you gotta put it that way. It's hard, man. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to listen to Morrissey these days. Well, do you remember the stories about Hitler singing, Take me out! <laughs> <laughs> well, there's music and there's people and my young and uh, I think we're done. I think we're fucking done, man. Yeah. All right, thank this you. This was guys. a fun episode. Yeah, we talked about things with passion and heart. Oh, and what we didn't mention: happy tenth episode. Yes, give me five, bro. Fuck yeah, dude. Mon frere. I give you ten. Hell yeah, we've done ten episodes of this, which means now we're gonna start sharing it and taking pictures of each other. It took us four months. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Our network will be expanding. This is three weeks in a row, If though. you want to join it, just hit us up and let's talk about stuff. We're going to have guests and we're, we've got so much. We have big things planned. We have so much planned. <laughs> it's all very planned. It's like very well planned. Uh-huh. All right. I guess that's, that it is. There you go. Alright, well, let's do some... R.I.P. to the deuce, man. Should we do a little deuce on the way out? Boom, boom, boom. boom.